0: Hey, hey, hey! Welcome all you Courageous Cause champions. We are starting our walk today on the treadmill because it's sunny outside, but it's cold, 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 cold. Oh my God, it's bitter cold out there. I went out and uh, ran some cabbage soup across to my neighbor across the street and I almost fell on my own sidewalk. I mean, it was like you could barely even see that there was anything on the sidewalk and my leg went whoosh from underneath me. And so I was super careful crossing the street, because that would have been a mess. Anyway, so I was glad I got out yesterday. I had a great walk. I talked about that on the podcast. This is podcast episode, oh, what are we on? 70, hold on, here's my sticker, 73, and this is day 49 of that Ch- Change the World in 80 Days Challenge. You're listening to the Couch to Five-A-Podcast, you all know that. And I'm Lainey Friedrich, and we are all Courageous Cause champions. Well, this Courageous Cause champion had to start roaring first thing in the morning. Can you believe it? Oh, my gosh. On my uh, one-person, one-vote Facebook page, one of the people from another state who's another organizer, she was one of the people that was on the League of Women Voters call er, uh, early this week, Monday, I guess it was, Monday, Tuesday, I forget, I think Monday. Anyway, um, I may have mentioned that I do these daily posts of like MythBuster, and I take one of the myths from the Every Vote Matters book, and I, because they have a whole chapter on myths, 133, I think, and then they explain why the myth is not true. And so I thought, well, this is a good way for me to learn, because today's topic is daily practice equals daily improvement. So every day, kind of like a multivitamin, I don't really enjoy it, but it's not bad, it's not horrible, Um, but I am learning a little bit. Not that I can retain some of this constitutional rationale stuff about this um, compact, but anyway, it's interesting to get it out there. But anyway, she, every single day that I post, I've been doing this for five or six days now, every single day she makes some bold proclamation, or whatever, about... The campaign and blah blah blah. Well, she started going off in those comments back and forth with me about, you know, it's not it's not about the Electoral College being bad, it's the winner-take-all that's the problem, and once we get rid of the winner-take-all by state, then the problem's going to be solved. And I was like, well, that's fine if that's why you're doing this. I'm doing this because I'd like to get rid of the Electoral College because I don't like it at all. And, um, with the compact, then each state can monkey around with it. Like, Connecticut passed the law last year, and now they've got legislators trying to introduce something to um, take that back. So it's like, for me, I want the more permanent solution of just get rid of it. It doesn't work anymore. And uh, she's like, no, 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 that's not the problem. I'm like, so I text, you know, I messaged, commented back, and I'm like, I don't know what your point is. Are you trying to, sounds like you're she just said, "No, no, no," but you know, I appreciate that you're involved. And, uh, um, but you know, it really is—it really isn't that it's all about the, you know, electoral college. That's not the problem. That's not the problem. Electoral college is not the problem. It's the winner-take-all by state. <laughs> and and then she said, "Gotta go." And I was like, "F you, lady! You're not that. You're not getting the final word on my site, my Facebook page about that." So I emailed back, or I commented back, and I said, "I said this Facebook group is for this Michigan campaign to communicate with our volunteers. This is not a venue for or a forum for debate between the organizers from other states. So please respect that. So hopefully that shuttered up." up. Because it's like, lady, get off your, like some people are so controlling. And that was one of the things I was thinking about this morning. People wonder why people don't want to volunteer. It's because you got weeds in your own like flower garden, like your own flowers that you're trying to plant. Like, I mean, we have enough weeds on the people that are like opposed to us. She's like a weed. On the same side, it's like, why are you trying to be so controlling of why I'm doing this? It doesn't matter. I'm I'm working for the same goal, which is getting this interstate compact passed. Who cares what the difference is between why I'm doing it and why you're doing it? Get off your oh it made me so angry. Can you tell? Was I angry? So I had to roar to roar! roar a couple times, and then Asa commented back and he said. He said, you might want to put that in the um, about section for the page. You know, that this is for the campaign, to communicate with its volunteers. This is not a forum for um, debates. You can take that offline in private messaging. So I will uh, add that because he's the one that started the page. So it's really up to him. I was wondering what he was going to think because I thought, you know what, myself this morning, I was thinking, you know what, if she doesn't back off, um, and if she starts to pull this again, I'm gonna talk to Asa about blocking her. I don't care that I'm in the same, like, um, you know, League of Women Voters sharing group and that she's a campaign leader in another state. That's fine. You got way too much time on your hands, lady. If you're making comments like that on my page, like, you gotta win. Like, go, f- you got your own frickin' page. Go- you got your own frickin' website. Go debate people all day long. Leave me alone. Leave Michigan alone. Got enough to do. I don't really have time for that. I don't know even if I did have time for that. It's like, what is the point? So I don't know. There wasn't really any resolution to that other than I just stuck with my courageousness. And I realized that I have, on previous podcasts, talked about weeds, and weeds have value. And actually, I posted that on one of my recent blogs um, about the weeds. Like, weedy people are not always weedy. They're they could be like dandelions, or you know, have some medicinal property, or they show us where there are you know fertile ground that you can cultivate something better, is what I how I put it. And she's like, um, oh, she felt like English ivy this morning. I planted so much English ivy it was here in the front yard when I bought this house and then I thought oh I love English ivy I love how it climbs up buildings and so I put it along like a lot of the side of the house beds and the side of the fences beds and then it just took over and it like crowded out everything else and I was like I don't like English ivy anymore I don't want it so I would pull 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 pulled all that stuff out and you never get rid of it I mean tiniest little bit of root it'll come back so it's like you just have to plant other stuff over it so all I had to do is plant other thoughts over thoughts of her about just communicating with people in the thing but don't mess with me lady I was in collections please if you're gonna get nasty I'm just gonna cut you out of my group okay uh woke up with cramps this morning. It's that time of the month. And I made cabbage soup last night. Got the recipe from my mom. Went over to NutriFoods. Foods shop NutriFoods Foods first. Yay! Got almost all the ingredients I needed. Enough to cobble it through. So I made two big crock pots full of it. And I still have, gosh, I still have enough cabbage to probably do like four crock pots more of soup, which is gonna be what I'm gonna be doing this weekend, I guess. Um because I I picked up that five-pound bag at the farmer's market thinking I was going to make some sauerkraut. That was a bad idea. So anyway, the soup was good this morning. And I'm finding that uh, I didn't do the um, uh, urge juice um, cleanse today like I have in the past on my heavy day of the month. Um, But I will probably get a couple of urge juices tomorrow at the farmer's market in the morning. I've been trying to just... Um, play around these last month or two with just having more liquids, like more clear-ish liquids. And the cabbage soup is like that, so I had a lot of cabbage soup this morning. And then when I started to feel hungry for solid food, then I ate some more solid food and I had some of that uh, butternut squash. No, no I didn't eat that because it hasn't thought out yet in the fridge. I was looking at it. I ended up with some lentil soup that I had in there from um, those ones I got from NutriFoods Foods that are um, Russell Street Deli. Yeah, Russell Street Deli. So it's the it was this uh, curry lentil, mild curry, delicious. Oh my God, delicious with uh, vegan cheese and crackers. Because I ended up getting yesterday, I ran out of cheese and crackers. So of course I went back for more cheese and the vegan cheddar. And got the frisket crackers because I I like those better than the Ritz. Um, Yeah, for those of you watching, I got a I got a um, uh, tank tank underneath this. So uh, those of you watching, I just zip down my fleece, but I have something underneath it. Okay, um, but I'm getting a little warmish here walking, walking with you, walking and talking. And thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. so we had the walk yesterday it was great. Oh my gosh, it was so beautiful. It was so fun to just relax. And Leah told me to just be in your body and relax and try to be, you know, where you're just feeling your sensations and not trying to create some results. And I just did. I just wandered around the park and the park they um they don't plow the sidewalks I guess in the winter time. I'd never walked over there in the winter time before, but there was snow everywhere on the sidewalk, which was kind of nice because I was like crunching through the snow. And then I went up to the trees and I touched the trees and a lot of the trees, which is fun. I told Leah about Bial- because one of the hypnotherapy tapes that she has, it talks about this visualization you do where there's like, you walk into this like, um, I forget what she uses, it's so cute, it's like a British word for like forest, but it's a different word, so I'm like, that's cute. Um. Anyway, same concept. You walk into this forest, then you find this really big tree, and it's supposed to symbolize yourself. Like, she's like, "Oh, you look at the tree, and you see that the um, bark is like crumbling, and it it looks so, um, it looks so fragile. Like it's just gonna crumble off, as if like you like you've been through so much and." Blah, blah, blah And it's like, but then you walk over to the tree and you touch the bark and you feel that it's solid. And the reason that it's there is that because it helps the tree like expand and move as it needs to grow. And I was like, I'm going to go over and touch the bark on those trees while I'm walking around. And sure enough, hard as a rock. I mean, part of it is it's wintertime maybe. but. Solid, I mean, super solid. That stuff was not gonna come off anytime soon. And it's interesting, they uh they have these tags, they have these round, about the size of a quarter, a flat metal tag that's just uh has a little nail hammered in, and they all had numbers on them a couple like 610 and 612. And and so, that must be the way that the city keeps track of the trees because I know, I mean, some of those are huge, I mean, huge, like they're. I, can't, I mean, I can't even describe how big around they are, but, I mean, my house is 100 years old, so, and I think, am trying to think, I thought someone told me that the tree that they've dated, the oldest here in Royal Oak, is like 300 years old, and I think one of those trees might be somewhere in between, or one of them, because it's, like, that trunk is just, it's ginormous, I mean, like, you could put, you could stand, like, I can't even, like, the thing is wider than my wingspan. Like, I'm going to have to take a picture um, of it when I'm out there next, and I'll show you all. But it's it's just huge. I'll have to look and see what number that is, and then ask the city and say, like, hey, how old is number 515? Um, but it was, it was just beautiful. Beautiful day. Glad I went. OK, what else do I want to tell you? Oh, the cabbage soup. Yeah, so the cabbage soup, if you remember, one of my earlier 80-day challenge lessons was share from your abundance. And I made a lot of soup. So my neighbor, who's across the street and kind of kitty-corner from me, kind of diagonally across, um, she's so nice. She cans tomatoes in the summertime. And she's given me, over the years, cans of tomatoes to, that I love. I just make all kinds of stuff with them. And uh, so I had a couple of empty ones left. Excuse me, the mason jars, the big, they must be quart, or I don't know how big those are. Big. And uh, so I filled those up, and I texted her and said, hey, made some cabbage soup. You want any? And she said, yes, I'd love some. And it's kind of a bland recipe, but it made me feel good to take it over there, because I had kind of learned, I forget who taught me this, but... Um, I always like to say like Granny said, just as a generic thing, like if if someone gives me some words of wisdom, I'm like, oh yeah, Granny always said. And I don't know if I heard it from a Granny, or my Granny, or my parents, or whatever, but it seems like something that's like old, good advice. So I always call it like Granny said. Granny says you should never return a container empty. Right, if somebody gave you something in a container, I I do try. I don't always accomplish it, but it's always a goal of mine to return it full. So I got to return those full to her. Hee, hee. All right. Uh, Oh, poor Lori Kitty. She barfed today, Um, which is a little bit of my fault, probably entirely my fault, because after I took her to the vet a couple weeks ago when she was having the same issue, they told me to start giving her the... um, anti-acid every day, like a fourth of a person tablet. Depending on the depending on the dose, I have the correct dose, so I have fourth of the correct dose is the right dose for her. Anyway, so I started, I gave her that every day for like a week, and then I started tapering it off to like every other day, and then it's been like three days since I gave it to her, so after she threw up, I gave her one, and I'll go back to every day and just, I'll just leave it at one, one a day one a day, daily practice, like daily practice might equal daily improvement for her digestive system. I feel bad because, you know, I'm just masking something that's aggravating her uh, system, and it's, it's got to be the food, which I give her friskies canned, which is like junk food for cats, but I have tried every imaginable canned cat food, and she won't eat anything else. She absolutely will not eat it. And she's very picky about which friskies she'll eat. And then depends on the day, sometimes she will eat you one over the other. So I think I'm just gonna go back to the one a day and if it keeps food down, that's good. Um, so what I worked on today is um, the National Association for Women. I worked on, I did all of their, all three of their blog posts, that was fun. I'm starting to, again, this theme today of daily practice equals daily improvement. I've been doing these um, series of three blog posts all week long and it's really, it's really interesting. And it's getting better and better and I'm kind of getting into a little rhythm of the wording and everything. and So it's starting to come together. And what I had the thought today is um, maybe I could come up with a sort of a generic one that I can use for advertising, you know, with Facebook or whatever that's not specific to an organization. I mean, the the specific ones are powerful. And, or the other thing I was thinking is, I could, um, on like a Facebook ad, I could do a little survey and say like, How do you support, you know, have the names of the ones that I have the posts for. And then if somebody checks one off, then I can direct them to that blog post or something, you know, to kind of, um, find a way to get people the easy first step, because first of all, they're really uh, great resources. Like for our national organization for women, I actually, on the first steps, the easy first steps, I do, um, well, I wrote in the blog that, like I started doing the one which was, I liked them on Facebook, and then I saw this event that they have going on on Sunday, which is yoga, an hour, it's a 45-minute yoga session, while kind of talking about women's, I don't know if it's experiences or what, I'd have to look, but it was sort of like women's issues and women's needs, things like that, and I thought, oh, that sounds really nice, and it might give me a chance to reconnect with Kim Baby, who is a friend of my friend Jennifer's, and that's how I found out about Now in the first place, that's how I found about Now then, now, and then, and now, and later. So, let's see, what was I saying about now? Oh, and then, so then as I'm writing all these things through, one of the, I added for spiritual, um, one of the things that I've been adding to these other ones, and that's another thing, these opportunity guides, one is inspiring me to add things to another. Like, some of them don't have anything under emotional, so I, add the ones kind of like the ASA started doing with um, our campaign. And then the spiritual, I kind of started doing adding just, you know, meditate on, you know, whatever it is that you want the outcome. Like for now, I added like me- add, add a meditation or add, you know, an intention for women's equality because they're all about women's equality. Um, that's their thing. And uh, not that that's a bad thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's how they've worded at women's equality, full equality for women. Um, so it was easy to add that. It's not anywhere on their website, but I'm like, I'm not going to leave spiritual blank. And then for fun, I added, made this up too. I added um, uh, brainstorm um, something you could have a postcard writing campaign for, for national organization for women. So there. So there you have it. Ideas that aren't even on their website. Ha! Just because, which reminds me, I want to reach out to that woman that has the postcard writing organization. Maybe I can get her on the podcast. That would be cool. I would love to learn more about that. I need to start getting some more people on the podcast. I know you all are getting a little bored with the play-by-play of the Laney Day. Laney Day. So now National Organization for Women, that was, so the third thing I mentioned first was get on their Facebook page, second was go to this event, and then the third is I can add that easily to my spiritual practice, because I already do the 10 minutes at 10 o'clock for the Electoral College meditation, with the Electoral College meditation, and I can just add this right after. So it's like, it's not going to cause me any more time because I've been kind of trying to meditate from about ten o'clock till I fall asleep, which is usually about eleven, something like that. Ten, ten thirty. So I've been trying to do it for a while. So that'd be fine. And it, you know, neither one, none of those things really added any more time to my day, which is what I talk about in the blog post. Like I was, you know, I do yoga for ninety minutes anyway. So why not go do this one-hour yoga thing? Um, the sweater party for Joe is kind of kind of work, trying to work through the logistics. She does not like to drive, well, she does not drive on the freeways. And uh, she can't find anybody to give her a ride out my way to have the party out here. As she did, it's exciting news for her. The woman at the store that she works at is going to let her use the store on a particular day that the store's closed, I guess, or not the, yes, because I think it was a Saturday. Um, but maybe it's a Sunday, I'll have to look, because I told her I had something going on, but maybe I was thinking it's a Saturday, but maybe it's Sunday. Anyway, she said she can't find anybody to drive her out here for the March 15th one that we were talking about doing, and I haven't heard back from Um, so I'm not going to have it there, because if I can't get a hold of you by phone, and their phone is really weird, it like, like picks right up. And it's like you're on whole music, and it takes forever for the answering machine to kick in. And then I emailed them too. I haven't heard back, so I'm like, I'm not gonna have an event somewhere where I can't get a hold of anybody. I'll just have it here at the house. That'll be super easy. Um. So I sent to Joe uh, a little screenshot because I looked up on Google Maps, and she could take back roads because Google gives you the option. Paul taught me this that you can change your settings so it says avoid freeways. And so it ends up, she comes north a little ways, I forget how, out of Ann Arbor. And then nine mile, almost all the way, um, not into the city. I think it has her come up at Southfield Road or something. Um, I don't know if that's into the city at that point, but not very far, I don't think, not enough to be of any. And then she probably comes across like 11 mile, I'm guessing. But, uh, but yeah, it would take her, so instead of a like a 50-minute trip, it would take her an hour and 20, which is going to suck. But I thought, you know, the alternative, I'm going to wait. See, I mean, a last-ditch alternative is for me to drive out there, pick her up, and bring her back. And then if she overnights here, then take her back out and come back home, which is four one-ways as opposed to her doing an out-and-back. You know, it's me, two out-and-backs. And that's, so that's twice the um, carb, you know, price twice the emissions for fuel. So the environmentalist in me is kind of like eh, and it's a lot of time, um, because in a di- you know, I'm already going to have time involved with getting my house ready, and I'll probably make uh, burritos and a few things. Maybe we'll see. So that's, that's on the uncertainty. I think that's all I wanted to talk about, because, yeah, I'm in mean, daily, you know, just daily, daily doing this, I'm learning, I'm getting better, I think. Y'all are like, eh, you're not that interesting yet. I will be, stick with me. <laughs> I'll get better, I promise. <laughs> um, I have more fun with it every day, so I don't know if that matters. <laughs> um... And just posting and, you know, writing these these blog posts has been interesting. So nobody's taken me up yet on my little thing at the end of the blog post about um, the Easy Advocacy Chart Package. So I don't know what I'm going to do about that. Sorry. Itch in my nose. Um, haven't figured that one out yet. So tomorrow um, I might do a live from... uh, locations, interesting locations, because I'll run to the farmer's market, get some stuff there, and then my friend Padmaja is coming over at 1 for us to catch up, some girl time, and then at 2, we're going to go down, drive down, pick up my friend Chuck at the end of the street, and we're going over to uh, Ale Mary's, because Chuck and I got tickets to their Girl Scout cookie and uh, dark beer uh, pairing. It's a particular... Um, brewery, let me think if I can figure out which one. I don't know, one of the ones that has really good dark beer, though. And uh, Paul and I did that last year, and uh, it's really really yummy. Paul and I split it though. This year, I gotta whew, figure out how to do it all myself. Chuck may have to help me on some of the beers. I don't know if I'm gonna give up any of the cookies, but Padmaja wouldn't wasn't really interested in that part, and it sold out a couple days ago, That the tickets for that, because they have some of these, be- at least one of the beers, maybe more, is a limited release, so they only sell out a limited number of tickets. And, uh, yeah, so that's exciting. That'll be it, too. Hang out with him, and then some of Chuck's, I guess some of Chuck's coworkers, some of the guys he works with are supposed to be there, so we'll see. I get to practice my not being alpha girl Try to just be relaxed, girl. Um, that's it for today. I hope that you're all having a great day. Uh, those of you that can see the video, can you see the sunshine? Sunshine. I don't know how it's, oh, I know how it's coming in here because I'm like, wait a minute. I'm facing the east side of the house. But there's it's cool. They have this cool time of day. I'll have to remember that it's like 5 o'clock-ish. So the sun is shining in my neighbor's window, the side window on their house, which is shiny in through my kitchen window here. So yeah, so I get, I get sun number two. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention, speaking of the sun, I was chasing around the sun today. Uh, I made it a little sun following the sun picnic when I was ready to eat lunch. The sun was in the guest room, so I followed it and I ate in the sun there. That's one of the many, many things that I enjoy. And appreciate about this house is that there are so many windows in all all sides of the house now a couple the the side this one wall behind me that has the gas fireplace down here and the gas fireplace up in my bedroom above it does not have any windows in that particular section of the wall but every other wall on this house has windows so no matter where the sun is, I get some of it, and I get to see daylight wherever I'm at. So one of the one of the many things that I enjoy about this house. Oh, and last night was funny. I gotta share this. This was cute. So I uh, had there was one more beer in the fridge from that Paul had bought. He'd bought like a you know, eight pack or something from this brewery in Ferndale a couple weeks ago. I was at Ferndale Reiki Share, and he dropped me off, and he went and hung out at this brewery. I was there, bought an eight pack or whatever. So this beer was a citrusy one, which I like citrusy IPAs. I don't like piney ones, ugh. but I like the citrusy ones. And it was the last beer in the house. So I thought, oh, it's Valentine's Day. I'm finally remembering all the good times with Paul. So I set up like this little, this little shrine on my dresser I Had a picture that he had um, framed this picture from when we had gone to one of the um, concerts downtown at one of the big venues, we were all dressed up. And so he had framed that for me for, this, for Christmas this year. So I put the picture of us there and then I still happen to have um, one of the t-shirts, actually I had bought him this t-shirt early on you know, for, did I buy it for Christmas? I'm trying to remember, it's from Black Lotus but I still had that from doing his laundry and a pair of boxer shorts and a pair of socks. And then I had um, the travel guide, the travel book from Chicago and a map from Chicago. And so I like set it out as like the shrine to the good memories, to the fond memories, everything that I enjoyed about being with Paul. So it was nice. It was just nice to, to think about all the good things. That was, that was a good way to spend Thanksgiving Or not Thanksgiving. (laughs) I was thankful. I was appreciative on Valentine's evening. So I just had to share that with you. So again, hope you're enjoying the sunshine wherever you are. Hope that whatever you uh, are enjoying in your daily practices, you're seeing daily improvements. I hope that you are enjoying these podcasts as much as I am enjoying sharing them with you. I hope I give you a little bit of useful information, and a lot more of an entertainment factor. And uh, just know that we're in this life together, and I am wishing you well every day. Namaste.